0: What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn which also there and your stuff for All Things Pop where we talk about all things pop culture here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe and here at home dahil nasa ABCDE, CQ pa tayo. And uh, of course, this is a super special episode. Super sized, super daming tao and super happy to be here because we, uh, we are celebrating our first year anniversary as popcorn. Yay! Yes. Today is actually the today is actually the day May seventeenth where oh. we aired our first episode Avengers Endgame with Paula and uh, Jeremy and since then we have released around seventy ish episodes so for this is wow. the fortieth episode wow. and we've released around twenty three uh, pop bites so that's sixty three episodes in total. After a year. Nice. And we've had so many co-hosts. So with us today is an all-stars batch of popcorn pop squad members. Oh. Wow. It's gonna be Orion oh. oh. oh, no. Okay. Popcorn, popcorn. So ka Yes,
1: one
0: one year all-star. So <laughs> I love it. So let's go and introduce everyone before we begin our festivities. Um let us start with episode one. Episode one talaga. <laughs> Polam is here with us.
2: What's up?
0: <laughs> From episode two, we have Emil and Angela. Welcome back. Yeah, Blocky. Hello. Creative writing. You know, I guess Pop Bite number one, Booty is here and a lot of Super Sabao episodes. And Aliyah is also here. I know, a special Aliyah joke. <laughs> Drain <laughs>
3: Fashionably late. Maria Rojo.
0: <laughs> and from episode 16, we have Denny hey, hey. from, I don't know what episode it was exactly, but from our special 2019 rundown episode, we have Dren the Great is here. <laughs> oh, the Great. Thanks, man. Because dance great when you introduced
4: me. Remember? Because dance great. Yeah. <laughs> because Ben's,
0: yes. Ben's great, and uh, Thanks, we guys. also have friends from episode thirty-one, HSM Realness.
3: Come hey, And we have go. AG
0: Pala from episode Hi. five. He's not here. Late in Thank you. Hi.
5: And my guesting. Hi everyone.
0: So you know, everyone's been here since last year and I'm just so happy everyone's back for this special episode of Popcorn where we will pretty Didn't
6: much Did you forget someone? <laughs>
0: oh right. <laughs> oh, uh... I was I was looking through the episode <laughs> in my head and I'm like, who oh, am I forgetting? Prince is here because this is his first episode. <laughs> hey. Yeah finally yeah. welcome Hi, <laughs>
2: Yay <laughs> na okay yeah. that's great nung sayo mas,
7: Actually, I remember yeah. when you I remember when you told me you wanted to start this podcast and I said, like, Yes, I, I wanted to join so bad. And I just kept waiting for the day I would actually join. Uh-huh. I, I never thought it would take me a year <laughs> to finally join. And Well, Congrats, here you are, finally. I pa kita. so sorry. Oh, well. I, I deserve that. It's
0: fine. No, you don't. But, you know, it's all okay. fun here. We're all celebrating it is. the year that has been and looking forward to the year that is ahead. And uh, so this episode is kind of like a greatest hits, as I've been telling everyone. And uh, so we'll be... So we... Uh, we invited a lot of our co-hosts back and we're bringing you back um, beloved segments because we've been in our first year anniversary month-long special for the last three weeks. We had um, Christian Bautista, Janine Vela, and Ace Lieber of Never The Strangers on the show with us. Wow. And now we are back to our regular programming and it's really going to be fun. And we're going to be introducing some new segments as well for upcoming episodes. So before we begin, this whole riot. Kamusta kayong lahat in general? <laughs> <laughs> we're fine.
8: Okay.
3: Uh, we're
7: we're we're, <laughs> we're still okay.
8: Coping. I'm
3: kind of mad. We're still alive. <laughs> yeah, still
5: kicking.
1: Oh, I wanted to mention since since you mentioned this is the anniversary, it just occurred to me that today, at the time we're recording this, is also my parents' thirty-third wedding anniversary. So,
9: oh. my God, oh. mine's the twenty-sixth. Oh. Emil Hey,
2: this uh. hmm,
1: interesting. <laughs> Happy adding <laughs> to your parents. Thank you. We ordered shakies. <laughs> Yin na yung anak, pasabog. So But yeah,
0: and we good. Everyone good. else
9: been, I been mean okay.
0: I guess we have been trying to survive this whole uh, pandemic. Yeah. And um mm-hmm. I guess parang going back to the first episode, it's just crazy na you know, we were talking about Avengers Endgame and now we are kind of facing the same ish like now we're at the end game <laughs> global <laughs> pandemic <laughs> we are in the end game and we hope we survive
8: <laughs> Indeed.
0: any Hard. any any memorable quarantine experiences so far for everyone or like like fun anecdotes you'd like to share
2: fun
0: <laughs> maybe not the best word but fun um, <laughs> No, I mean, in your time one? at home,
5: of course.
2: I don't know, dude. I've been sleeping most of the time. Okay. If I'm not working, yeah. I'm sleeping.
3: I guess that's the only, like, one of the very few good things about this quarantine how much we get to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah, I guess it's true.
3: <laughs> but, like, other than that, what
2: else? It's been a lot of um, online shopping on my end.
5: Oh, my God. I have yes. bought that's two true. Boodle games. <laughs> i finished i finished all my games now, so i literally have nothing to play
2: <laughs> what I'm an cool. achievement though
5: congrats but <laughs> yeah, just goes to show how how much time i have pala. Like, <laughs> you know, working from home because yeah. you know it just takes a lot of time for me at least Oh, so, yeah i'm bored now <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cholo,
3: though, talk about your Animal Crossing
0: adventures. Animal, yeah. yeah, we've all been on Two. Animal Crossing. And you, there's a whole episode about that. You can listen to it on uh, Pop Bite number 23. <laughs> Dahil <mahaba>. oh, yeah. <laughs> And I guess K-pop has been a big thing on my end. Thanks to Aliyah who's here. The, mm-hmm. ano, ang um, simuno ng Lahat. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I mean, we've been watching uh-huh. a weekly SM live oh, shows oh, that's
3: right. mm-hmm.
0: every Sunday. <laughs> and today is the last day for that. So sadly, as, as you oh, listen yeah. to this, we're watching, we're going to be no. watching NCT 127, who will have their comeback in a few days. In a few so days. Listen to that. In two days uh, from <laughs> now. Yeah.
3: Two, three days.
0: I guess aside from that, I wanted to ask everyone, uh, How has that year of pop been for you? I mean, being on this show multiple times and having all the crazy conversations we've had. I mean, what are the fun experiences or memorable experiences we've had? I guess I'll begin. I mean, I'm just happy that we're all here still after one year and that I've committed myself well enough to continue on giving content and having I mean, having everyone from multiple parts of my life in one show and then them getting to meet each other and like (laughs) as well over things that we love, it's really been great. And it's nice to have really like intellectual discussions that you don't really get to hear, I guess, or (laughs) people don't get to speak out about normally or hear about normally. (laughs) We try our best. And uh, Siguro for me, I mean, just, I won't get too sentry, but I, it's just the... I mean, I guess it's the very fact na kaya kong gawin and nagawa for a whole year. I mean, we've also had so many... Extra special guests aside from the rotating co-hosts, and I wouldn't have realized I was gonna be able to do that. We've had, I mean, Yael was on here for episode two, and that was a really long episode with Angela and Emil. Sorry. And My we've about Game of Thrones since
8: that yeah. um,
0: we've had Raymond Bagat Singh also with Emil. Ooh. That was a really Ooh. fun episode, and so many people have come and gone and uh, guested on here. And it's just really great to really have deeper conversations with people that you wouldn't really expect to have conversations with and get to know them more. I guess I hope the listeners really have um, learned from that or gotten more insight from that. And, of course, it's really um, pushing out there, na, pushing our quote-unquote agenda. Na, you know, we want... Uh, deeper insight on pop culture and not just the, sh- I mean we love pop culture so much that we want to talk about what it entails and what more can be said about it and not just like you know love it and uh, sana nga marami tayong mga kaibigan na nakikinig mo, nagtagalog na talaga ng balita <laughs> <laughs> sana maraming uh, maraming insights nga and more appreciation for Filipino pop culture and also of course our World, pop culture as well. So that's pretty much my insight, and I'm really just happy that everyone is here, and we're continuing to oh. do this. So thank you. I mean, yeah. mamyam, yeah. acknowledgement chow. speech pa
3: today
0: And aside from that, before before ano before anyone else will know, we had. We just released our first ever popcorn IG filter, and yeah. it's a Pinoy pop category yeah. game, yeah, and I saw that, it's yeah. been so fun. getting um, really good feedback from across the world. Apparently, some film girl also uses it, and mga bagay. Yeah. It's, reached, yun International. Nga, it's reached over fifty, sixty thousand 60000 uses at this point that we're recording, and
9: wow. I'm happy
0: that wow. we get culture Pinoy pop culture to a bigger audience. Yeah. say it also gets people to like be curious about ano ba tong mga pinag-usapan ng mga taong to? Or you know, <laughs> being nostalgic about our faves from our childhood. And that in itself is a feat. Wow!
9: <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyone else? Ano ba mga nagus- I mean, na enjoy yung mga moments dito?
2: Um, it gives me a very interesting excuse to leave the office early. <laughs> so you're in quarantine sa boss, ko, like i got to do i got to go do a thing so course, prepenggakan nung sila ano yung thing mo it's like i got to go record a podcast and just go nerd it's like yep and, and it's totally cool but yeah ayun, parang, like you said i've met a lot of interesting people i got to talk to people i haven't seen in years like Emil. like i hadn't seen him since graduation and mga bagay and it it does feel really nice to discuss nerdy geeky things with people outside my own circle, and yeah, it's a lot of fun and it's something nice to be proud of. I especially loved our special on the ABS-CBN shutdown, you know, things like that. Na talagang culture yung pinagbuwisapan natin, local culture in in particular.
0: And I guess it's really you know putting our geek flags out there. But aside from the geek flags, it's putting our Political stance in it as well because everything is political, as we've mentioned before, and we have to make a stand about what we believe is right and what the people deserve. I mean, hopefully, my insights from those episodes as well. And uh, anyone else, welcome to our meeting room.
5: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think also, with Paula, I think um, popcorn gave me like an excuse to. Kind of get out of work for a while because, like, for those who know me, especially my I'm always working even on the weekend. So that interview segment that we had about the Drag Race special is um, something that I cherish, especially with like the very little free time that I have. Because I get all, I also get to talk with um, my friends. I get to catch up with them whom I haven't seen in a really long time because of work. So. Yeah, and it's nice then that we still get to do this kind of activity even during the midst of the pandemic, the lockdown. At least there's an avenue for us to still, you know, catch up and talk about whatever comes to mind. I'm the internals. I mean, it's Yeah, and it's
3: also, you know. No, I was gonna say, excuse me, Cholo. I was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say how this podcast, like I really love how it gave all of us an outlet to like be expressive about what we like. Like be unapologetically, I don't know, like fangirly or fanboy, whatever about like any about anything and everything. So I really like how this podcast. Like again, we got to meet mo- more people who share the same interests as us, and how we get to bond over that. So yeah, thanks Cholo for ano. Wow,
0: thank you guys. <laughs> Iyak
3: na yan. Yeah, Iyak na pa- ko si Cholo. <laughs> Cholo never cries.
0: Wow. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Challenge. Challenge accepted.
8: Challenge. <laughs> Challenge
0: accepted. That's the goal
2: today. kailangan <laughs> umiyak ka ha.
0: Magkalain i ay yung ano eyedrops kunin ko
10: John Lloyd <laughs> Cruz one tier <to> level.
0: <laughs> Joshua guys here yun. <laughs> um Alia before you exit <laughs> before you exit. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess I hope our listeners feel the same way that um throughout the year that they see people talk about what they love unapologetically. It's really something that not everyone gets to experience. And I hope we really get to share that kind of energy to everyone who's listening and who's been listening. Um, And so, I mean, I guess it's really been a great year. And um, I really couldn't imagine what I'd be doing week to week without the show and, you know, without the support you guys have been showing. And, you know, I mean, it really means a lot. Na you know, yung dinamakayu <laughs> Technically. And you know <laughs> uh That's you funny. still continue to go on the show and I'm really happy that we continue so. <coughs> and that brings us to our very first segment for this special, which is the Popcurns or our pop culture kernels of the week. I haven't done this in really, really long, so it's I haven't <laughs> used these words. Is it a yes, a sax, a pass? or a sad, or a sigh. and has been a since episode one That is <laughs> sa our <mga> reactions. Natin. <laughs> so, let us begin. The first uh, topic for the week is ABS-CBN returns to the airwaves. So, after the ABS-CBN shutdown and a lot of people really getting affected by it, the, the workers, for, first and for, foremost. And, you know, especially right now, aside from the pandemic, we're experiencing... Uh, typhoon season and it has begun and you know a lot of people have been affected by that and um, Alan Peter Cayetano finally I mean did something at least at the very least and uh, in congress a bill has been passed to give ABS-CBN provisional, a provisional um, franchise until October 2020 and uh, yeah it's great uh, we had a whole episode dedicated to this. And uh, so, ako I'm going to begin. It's uh, yes, with the reservations. Because, of course, we're really happy ABS-CBN is back. But, you know, there's still that provision barang, okay, we're going to have only a few months. And then when that returns, what's going to happen again? I hope uh, there's really... Something that will be done to make it stop and just give a 25-year franchise once again because people really deserve free TV and the information and everything that um, ABS-CBN gets to provide. So yeah, that's my take on this. It's a yes with reservations. Next person who wants to <laughs> throw their opinion out. Oh, I was I was gonna say
1: like it my my s i g h. Yes. My sign is ratings, okay? Because, like, this shouldn't be, we shouldn't even be, like, dealing with this in the first place. Agreed. Like, in, in an yeah. ideal world, like, this would yeah. not even be an issue. Uh-huh. And, you know, the powers, the powers that be would be focusing on things that actually matter, like a pandemic. Did you hear about the pandemic? <laughs> that's like happening? the pandemic. What?
2: Yeah,
9: that's
1: you heard happening. about that? There's a pandemic? I know, right?
2: Oh, my God. It's so today.
1: Oh, my God. Oh my God. But yeah, so
2: sarcastic <laughs> We're just
1: we're just tired. Like imagine how tired we are. But yeah, imagine um, how tired. Yes. So if, like no, if, if whatever good news comes out from like this whole controversy, it's always gonna be like a sigh for me because it's like, why are we still talking about this? But yeah, so hmm.
9: Mm.
2: Same. I mean, it had. I can't believe it had to come to this point that people had to be angry about ABS-CBN not getting its franchise back, even though technically they haven't done anything wrong in the first place. <laughs> so it's just, it's just frustrating that they had to reach this point, pa. And hindi pa faith network na after everything.
5: It's just really super sketchy, also, because you know, like the, the Senate had so much time to like renew the franchise why did they have to wait until it expired and why are they supposed or are they just to give like a provisional um, what do you call this a, permit, a provisional like permit for them to to run rather than giving them the full extension of the permit which I think mm. they right, really deserve in the first place
9: yeah
5: I hate the government <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah for me I think it's Mostly a sad TVH. I mean, it's good that it's going to return, but the fact, similar to what everyone's feeling, I can't believe that we had to like reach this point because technically, what's being happened talaga, it's really, they're tramping on the right to information, the right to free speech. It's like one of the like liberties that people really need in this time and age. If you think about the people who aren't living in the center of the Philippines, who don't have access to information, who only have like ABS-CBN as the strongest connection, they're going to deprive people of that that basic necessity of being informed of what's happening. So thinking in that perspective then, you realize how, how much they're taking away from not just like people who enjoy the shows of ABS, who like um, side with what the people are saying there, but just being informed of what's happening in the country and then the people are going yeah. to be you know, they're the ones who are going to be... Ano ba yun? Like, if hindi nila alam, siya sila magkakamali. And then sila yung papagalitan. and eh, hindi naman nila fault na hindi sila na inform since the government took away one of their sources of information. So, you know, it's really like a sad thing. Or
5: conversely, it could also be a means of the government to manipulate the information yeah. that, they're, that they're getting. That too,
10: that too. See, they
5: don't have access to it. They don't have access to, like, free media or whatever. The government can easily just throw out propaganda and this is this is what's happening this is what you have to do in order to have to have a good life per se so kumbaga, we're like at the brink of being a mini North Korea if i'm mm-hmm. <laughs> if I might be treading on water here yeah. So, yeah. And, and yeah
7: if i' like, if I was gonna be you know, realistically speaking that October until October professionals. Like if I think about it, at that time the Philippines would. Sana we would be recovering uh, from this pandemic.
9: Hopefully. But
7: uh, at the same, mm-hmm. like what we don't and like we do, we don't know what could happen the next few months. And think of uh, about the other people who are relying on ABS-CBN for that for that uh for these kind of information. What if another big thing happens? We know this is still the first wave of infections. We don't know. So what if, you know, what if they put in their uh, thoughts into something else and the next thing you know, there in another model again. So, you know, there's, isn't, there's that uncertainty of what will happen. So hopefully lang, everything gets fixed by October sooner, if at this.
0: So that is the segment on ABS-CBN returning to the airwaves. We really hope not just that... Um, the franchise is given, but of course, for I mean, in the meantime, I hope ABS-CBN retains the integrity and quality of the media that uh, the information they provide. Not, not just because yung may mga nanonood na, na Okay, we have this leash on you, and we have you know you only have till October, so you better do good. Parang ganun. and you know it's also really just a question of what's gonna happen in the pandemic, so hopefully we re- we're all praying and hoping that it just really, you know, normalizes. Uh, aside from that, yung know um, hashtag mass testing, please, Philippines. And, yeah. Um, yes. In relation to abs yes. okay, in relation to ABS-CBN returning, more and more celebrities have spoken up, and before we get to the more serious aspect of this, I will play a short clip that everyone oh has been sharing on social media. Oh my
9: gosh.
0: <laughs> super oh quick and super... Oh my planning. gosh. So let's all listen to this clip from Kim Chu. <laughs> <laughs>
7: it's a bop wish
9: 107.5 <laughs>
0: that was the best wish exclusive of the year <laughs> <laughs> I
9: mean
0: to make things a bit lighter in our discussion of course it's really the top trending meme celebrity related meme right now and related to the ECQ and I mean I guess at the very most this is really just Showing the frustration that a lot of people are feeling, and Kim Chu just happened to say something that made <laughs> meme-worthy, I guess, and that turned into so many memes—not just the one we made you listen to, but also a smooth jazz version, which is really fun, and so many memes like Red Velvet, or black Blackpink dancing to "Pawalumabas," and all that. Um, I guess Kim Chu is a yes. good, good for you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from this, kasi, yes. on her TikTok account, Kim Chu has been posting a lot of mga dissent about what's happening as well. And
2: She has Kim a Chu TikTok?
0: Yeah, she has a TikTok account. And aside from her, a lot of celebrities, especially from ABS-CBN, have really been speaking up about it. Most notably, Katnil has started speaking yeah. about politics once again after... Not talking yeah. about it since the twenty sixteen mm-hmm. yeah. elections. Love so them. We stand the right love team. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yes. True, yes. true,
9: true,
2: true, true. God tier love team in the
9: Philippines.
2: <laughs> and also, am I right how their fan base like
3: did this whole yeah. blocking party against Trump Like, you gotta respect Hello. the fandom. We, <laughs> block, us yeah, Bye we again.
9: block us one. Yeah, block this one. I'm
6: back. <laughs>
3: we have
0: a new co-host. On the show, let's welcome Risa from a lot of is here. We're just we were just, ta- we no. were just talking Marisa. about um, celebrities speaking up about the issues and Katniel, we hashtag we block as one fan base. Thank you to the Catniel stands for doing that. Thank you, um, yes. thank you, Catniel
3: stands.
10: I
0: mean, thank, thank you, Catniel, <laughs> for existing. We love you so yes. much. Yes, <laughs> <We stand>. yes. <laughs>
10: It took the shutdown then. for DJ,
7: yes, like and his
2: Instagram.
7: And I, I am guess la- it's
2: frustrating long that it had to come, like it had to take something that directly affected them for them yeah. to speak up.
9: That's true. But uh-huh.
2: again, at least they're using their platform to do something like this with a reach as far as the, theirs to, You know, yeah.
0: It's for me. It's a yes because you know. I mean, again, with the reservations because you know, it's finally great that a lot of these top-tier, God-tier celebrities of the Philippines are speaking up. I mean, although it comes at a time that they're directly affected, although more people are affected than they are, um, it's finally time Na okay, buti naman nagsalita na sila sa wakas. Kasi, that's, uh, I understand their situation Then, you know, sometimes you get batched so much, your family gets threatened that you just don't want to talk about it. But you know mm-hmm. this is a crucial time in our country, nga, and I'm glad that they did speak up. Shempre and ginparen si Angel Locsin in the forefront, along with so many people. Angelica Panginibans' um, statement was also yeah. very yeah. Um, impactful yes. for me. More than, uh, ayo, she's and also
10: helping a lot then say Angelica. Yeah,
0: she's and Bella Padilla then, Really been helping a lot as well. Yeah. so super loving yeah. people who she are really coming bad. together to speak up against this. Although they're not naming names, we know who they're talking about. And that's a good start for me. And it's great because na inf- na you influence ng artista life into the fans. And that really translates into action, which the We Block As One campaign successfully managed to do. So thanks Katniel for finally speaking up.
2: Talagang <laughs> <laughs>
10: Katniel.
0: Katniel talaga. <laughs> Katniel. Katniel. Anyone else? Oh. Wala nang thoughts on this?
7: I guess for me it would be a it would, it would be a it would be a positive thing like because uh, if it took something like this for them to speak up like for all you know na, in the future now they'll continue being active about stuff. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. then, you know, wala they, they've realized that this is the right thing to do, know, knowing that a lot of people follow them, knowing the influence they have. So, sana hope that lang nila, sana I hope that their eyes to continue the Agree. public service. In in service of the Filipino. Raw, Worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. Um,
0: I hope it doesn't really end with just this issue. Now that the yeah. franchise has been given provisionary renewal, sana nga, in the coming years, people realize the impact that they do and the positive change that they can do just outside of the lifestyle stuff or the brands that they promote. It's really the integrity and the nationalism that uh, people should imbibe in themselves. And yeah. even Coco Martin, who's kind of, you know, you don't, you don't know where he... His politic, politics lies. He really spoke up about this and was really mad about it. Mm. And given very that he's mad. the number one male star in the Philippines, arguably because of his action star uh, status in the Pro, um, mm. ang Provinciano, siempre, Provinciano. Din sa kanya. And I hope mm-hmm. a lot yeah. more people start to ride in this. And uh, even non-ABS-CBN artists, lalo na si Janine Gutierrez. I see is very active and trolling, I mean, putting a lot of memes about the (laughs) government on her Twitter, so, stand (laughs) her.
2: I guess to add then, something we didn't mention in our ABS-CBN special a couple of days ago, Cholo, and I think something important that we have to say is, despite our want for the ABS-CBN franchise to be renewed completely, um, I don't want them to seem like this perfect network, this perfect franchise, this perfect station, because they do have a lot of problems on their own. And that's something we also have to acknowledge. Yes. Um, But we still understand the importance of having free media um, in spite of those um, problematic issues.
0: Definitely. And, you know, we're watching out, hopefully. uh, I mean, it's not the biggest issue right now, but, you know, we, we do what we can. Right now, and we hope to uh, really make people accountable for everything—not just for yes. these uh, political actions and, uh, you know, a lot of things involved in that as well. Probably for another episode, <laughs> but hopefully not for another episode. Um, siempre oh mass testing, birthday parties that have happened, and we do not support that. Except, I mean, mass testing talaga is the important thing that should people really should uh, fight for and call for, call mm-hmm. the government out for right now. Um, but back to the pop culture world, this is super exciting news that everyone's been talking about on social media. I was awake when it happened at 3 a.m. in the Philippines. Chrissy Jackson is getting a live action series on Disney+. <laughs> Um, It's it's still in development, Rick Riordan made uh, a few announcements, including uh, it's going to be following the first um, set of books with Season 1 following the events of The Lightning Thief, and uh, hopefully reaches Season 5 as well. Wow! (laughs) Wow!
2: hopefully reaches last Olympian. like let's yeah. let's get yes. the heroes of Olympus guys oh my god
11: yes
6: Ooh. last Olympian the heroes of Olympus series definitely de- deserves to be a show right my like, god it's yeah. so exciting and there's so much that happens so
2: I'm excited it's a big yes for everyone and, here <laughs> yeah for yes.
0: sure, yes, uh, for
9: sure. For I mean sure,
0: yeah. we were talking about a bit about it um off the record Kanina ni po kami ni Paula kanina. Um, nga, parang Percy Jackson is kind of the next wave of Harry Potter. I mean, for a lot of people, um, I, I can't say it that it's the next Harry Potter because it's a completely different franchise which deserves mm. its own love yeah. as well. Yeah. But uh, for mm. a lot of people, they parang yung age group natin talaga really grew up with this na ka age yeah. natin sila at the time we're reading the books and it's really great that even uh, Logan Lerman himself supports this um <laughs> <Yeah. movie.
9: laughs> oh My god, the OG
2: white boy of the month.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> OG boy. <laughs> and now people are calling for him to become Poseidon instead. Poseidon, which yeah, actually wow. based on the yeah. <laughs> Okay,
8: don't Can I
10: provide okay. a different perspective.
2: I, I want him to be Chiron.
0: It work. Oh.
2: Oh. Just for more screen time. <laughs> <laughs> for more
0: screen time. Well, I mean, right now, yun palang naman talaga yung announcement because we don't really yeah. know when productions will begin again. And um, But it's great news in itself, and we're really looking forward to it. And Sana, with the hand in hand participation with Rick Riordan, it's really gonna become something special and something that people will grow up with. Uh, you know, it's really a faithful adaptation. Yeah.
9: Mm-hmm. yeah. Something that also, does the books
3: justice. While you wait for the series to come out, I just want to recommend the musical if you haven't oh. listened to it yet. Is it good? It's good. I really I've like, enjoyed, it. I, enjoyed it. I big
2: reservations. I enjoyed
3: it. I enjoyed it. Well, I'm it not shot. as big of a Percy Jackson fan as you guys, so like it doesn't really. Mm. It a bearing for me, but I still enjoyed it. I think the the recording
10: still works. It yeah, it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify. It's really Go, good. Aaliyah, help me here.
9: We'll <laughs> it's really good. So I mean, it's musical fun. To me. <laughs> it's,
10: it, it, it's fun. It's light. It's faithful yeah. to the book. Plus, like, I feel like they did the characters really well. I would mm-hmm. say, like, okay, parang very faithful then to how I viewed, like, Annabeth and Luke and Percy. And I enjoyed the ride more than like the movie. I mean. I don't who know, did? Maybe...
0: Who enjoyed the movie, too?
2: <laughs> I, <mean, maybe laughs> I, I know people who did. <laughs> Some people.
0: I mean, it's I enjoyed it. It's what got me then. to
2: read the book. Cause... Yeah, I, I, I no, enjoyed no, this same as... then. it was what got me to read the book, the movie. Right? <laughs> like, I hadn't heard of it since, the, like, till the movie. So I guess I'm yeah. glad the movie exists for that reason. And yeah. then I hated the movie after reading the book. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, the movie no, it' had like, I a while the exact cast.
6: same. Right? Yeah, no, I had the exact same reaction because like I remember watching the movie and going like it's not bad and then everyone who had read the book before me was like, What are you talking about? It's horrible. (laughs) And I was like, Huh, it's not so bad. Then that's when I finally started reading the books and I was like, Oh (laughs) "Oh, (laughs) But I mean for someone who is not interested in reading the books, it's not a bad
2: It's okay.
9: Yeah It's pretty good. It just
2: Like Chris Columbus just didn't have the same magic touch to this as he did with Potter, but it was pretty good, and they had Mm -hmm. really intense cast. I mean, they got freaking Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. How do you not enjoy that? That's the only reason my mom watched the movie. (laughs) (laughs) James Bond.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess sayang lang the new original cast, but you know, we hope a really good cast. Well, and we get to meet new like young blood. Um, in they're gonna be series. so
2: young they have to
10: be like be so I young. want them to be young I want them to be unknowns just so that Same. they be, like, look for people who Same. fit the characters
2: yeah. yeah so
6: like I guess we're looking at a similar to Artemis Fowl thing nah.
2: still kind of iffy with like what Artemis, what Disney is doing with Artemis Fowl though but let's see let's we'll see, see what guess, doing it's been that. so long since I read the
6: books I can't even comment anymore but right? it's, just, it's just strange to see it on, on like on like a show or something because like when yeah. Artemis came out that kind of technology wasn't really there yet to make uh-huh. the stuff that Artemis Fowl uh-huh. needs so now seeing it I'm like wow <laughs> we've come a long way from that's
0: true yeah and yeah. speaking of Disney Plus of course that's a yes and Disney oh is taking over everything. Yes. There's <laughs> 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 <And, ta-da-da-tun, laughs> <laughs> background music. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> um, Hamilton is <laughs> coming to
0: streaming oh on Disney Plus a year early. So from okay. the 2021 initial release date, <laughs> it's coming out on Disney Plus July 3rd and everyone will witness really? the original Broadway cast including Lin-Manuel Miranda and everyone else.
9: Yes!
10: Oh, yes!
0: So I say it. yes, automatically. Yun, yes. yes!
10: For sure. Feeling ko yun talaga yung selling point kasi they're gonna show it with the original Broadway. I know. You yeah. see?
0: That's For, something you
10: can never ever replicate again. So the fact true. that they're gonna show that, that's,
2: that's big money talaga. And I, I
0: just mean... just need the
2: digs in my life again. <laughs> Exactly. But not
0: in the no, not in that snow piercer thing. Shebaeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
9: Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. 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 hey, sorry.
6: Question. Though. That snow is the same as the Chris Evans movie, right? Like, is yeah. it the same premise?
0: Yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're remaking the movie into a series. It's actually yeah. old na yata, eh, but it's only coming to Netflix, like mm-hmm. recently. I oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah. nobody's happy. Thank Chris about that.
2: Evans for clear skin, though.
1: <laughs> with regard to the hamilton thing though like i mean as excited as i am and i really really love mm-hmm. hamilton still up to today like mm-hmm. to me like the reservation comes from the fact that it's being streamed on disney plus which is like a platform that tries know, to rather games, than in theaters like originally exactly. you know and like disney yeah. plus itself is very like they try to be family friendly and their version of family friendly is to like not have wow. the Love, Simon show on Disney Plus because of, like, LGBT content. So the they to thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. are they gonna censor the profanity in, in mm-hmm. Hamilton? I hope not. Are they um, going to erase all mentions yeah. of slavery and whatnot? So, it's just yeah. a weird thing na, like this it's big there. Pulitzer-winning Broadway property is allied with, like, a giant monster corporation like Disney. So, it's weird. <laughs> and I also hope that the Percy Jackson fans get, like, their... Queer content and whatnot because I know Yes. A, yeah, because I, I I've never read Nico. the books. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh so my I'm God, just yeah. hoping I'm just hoping that they keep that stuff in there because knowing Disney, I feel like they might want to neuter it a bit, but we'll see. So. Mm-hmm.
11: How funny has is Disney, Disney still to not... like
1: sorry, go ahead.
2: I mean, I was just going to say how funny it is for Disney to censor queer media when Endgame literally has Thor chopping off Thanos' head. Yeah. 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 Exactly.
4: <laughs> Endgame also right? Like one, like the director has a gay character who appears for like five true. seconds. Oh. <laughs> <True>. so, <laughs> that
9: they, they were like oh. Oh.
6: <laughs> no, but you know what? This needed this needed like a small thing already with the live action Beauty and the Beast with oh, Josh Gad. It's a very early. minimum thing, but like yeah. it's a step into like a better direction. I think like it's yeah, it's, it's like. It's, like if, it's if like you, 2020, if, you're worth, yeah. if your company
4: is worth trillions of dollars, you can afford to lose a few yeah. billion.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah.
4: <laughs> kind of content. yeah. I know.
2: But fair point Emil, that's true. I really we'll hope see. they don't just... censor anything. Yeah, I didn't think about Hopefully that. Then. They should just
4: call like the last of the Olympians, the fourth book, The House of Gaedies, you know, just like <laughs> 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 And I guess,
0: seguro, just a reminder that Hamilton is a political musical for people who don't well, believe. Local, so chala. <laughs> because there was we uh, talked about that we can it put it over
3: this issue. Yeah, I'm not so angry still about him. He I talked know. about it
0: in the last episode, but just a short reminder that Hamilton is political because some girl right. apparently thought. It wasn't. <laughs> bad, okay. Wait, what do you like, mean? It was actual <laughs> fiction? Like, like, in the Ham-
2: like, in the Hamilton Philippines <laughs> he group, he watched. He watched somebody the posted um, a Duterte-related oh, wait, meme. Oh, and then this girl commented, was like, I joined oh. this group for Hamilton content, not politics. Oh. And everyone was like, oh, did you really <laughs> listen to the musical?
9: <laughs>
1: girl! Yeah. Of all the musicals, she could stand.
2: Exactly! Of all the musicals.
6: So it's funny. like right in your face.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah.
6: Title lang
9: eh.
0: <laughs> I do. I do. so I guess aside from Hamilton, um, another big ticket uh, concert is Taylor Swift's City of Lover coming to Hamilton. Uh, coming to Hamilton. Coming, coming to, to Hamilton. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, what? a crossover <laughs> Um Taylor Swift is uh, coming to Place. It's gonna be King well, George. Surprisingly, not Netflix. But aside from those Disney Plus material, um, a lot of um, musicals are also coming to streaming um, such as Cats. It's on right now on YouTube. <laughs> <Yes>. Cats. I mean, in the fan. Philippines, um, I think uh, Changing Partners, the musical, and Fashion yeah. with the musical, are also coming to streaming. So go yeah. check those yeah. out mm-hmm. as well. And um ayun, Our next category is RuPaul's Drag Race a lot of Oh, we're not
2: gonna talk about ang huling El Bimbo, cholo.
0: Mamaya pa yun. Excited. Okay, fine. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) RuPaul.
2: Emil, let's... I'm
8: (laughs)
7: done.
0: Okay, Let's go to RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, The AS5, all-car's 5 cast has been revealed. Yes! Yes. Yes. It includes
7: a lot of fan
0: favorites such as Che Kule, Miss Crafty. Um yeah. Angina. 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 Um, she looks looked so good.
6: Can I just say she did? She's smooth, not I know she is. I noticed that too. She looks so good. Anyway.
10: She got that money after her
5: yeah. season. Yeah,
10: she <laughs> got the <that laughs> so you
5: you guys don't know who's gonna go out for Obviously Derek Barry.
10: Derek Barry. Hey, but you never know. You never know. Baha, you know, it's either Derek or India Farah for me. Yeah,
5: exactly. We'll
0: they never know. We haven't seen them perform yet as a new version. So that's mm. something
5: exciting yeah. to watch out for next
1: guess. month. All star 4, All Stars 5.
5: Yeah, but I'm just basing it. Uh, yeah, it often on how Derek entered. Parang she wanted to get out of the Britney box. box. But she came yeah. in. In a Britney. In album. Britney. No, like a Britney I know exactly. Parang. <laughs> 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 Girl, please. Girl. Uh, I'm that.
2: excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm rooting Jujubee. for the tracker. Me too. For Shay. Oh, I love Shay.
5: Shay. deserved
2: that win, also. I yeah. mean, I love Sasha, but Shay killed that season.
5: Mm-hmm. She uh-huh. did. So. Ah, uh, pera ang funny ng edit nung kay Shay when she entered the roses yeah
6: <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny when she said like I just I just she just knew my win goodbye because of the roses yeah I, know, I love true. that
10: confession it's
6: like no but really when, when, when that happened with the roses and stuff everyone just knew they were like I'm yeah. so sorry Shay
3: that, it's done that, like that, you're not my wife
10: <laughs> the lipstick ended at that moment talaga yeah true.
0: Mm, yeah
2: I love it. I'm so excited. Me too. So, Same.
0: All Stars 5 returns in June. June 5. June 5. After June the five. finale. Exciting. Yes, yes. The week after. And speaking of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12 finale, <laughs> they just announced that the reunion and the grand finale will be a virtual, virtual. one with virtual lip syncs. So, that's gonna be an interesting yes. way to end this. Oh. Interesting. Oh,
5: any I'm thoughts scared. on that
0: to the RuPaul fans <laughs> over here?
5: Um, I was thinking lang, like, what if you na na you're losing? Do you just d- disconnect and say,
9: wait, I don't face. Have... <laughs> <Base. laughs>
5: <laughs> you just disconnect automatically. Like, wait, is that one more?
2: <laughs> just blame it on like bad connection. Like, oops, bad. sorry guys, <laughs> I got cut off.
6: I think it's a little sad, though, just because, you know, the finale of Drag Race is such a spectacle in itself. And we Mm -hmm. lose that for this year. I mean, I understand. I completely understand why Mm -hmm. we have to do that this year. It's just, it makes me sad because of how much of a spectacle it is. And it's so exciting to see the Queen's especially the queens of the whole season come back, and then yeah. they're, like, in their best dress. I outfit. think they're but, like, that's, you.
9: Yeah!
6: Yeah, like, that, that yeah. for me is one of my favorite parts. And for the reunion, like, you know, the fun part about the reunion for any Drag Race fan is the drama that comes with yes. it. Yes! yes. And, like, I feel like yes. there's gonna be a lot less drama just because these girls aren't seeing each other face-to-face. They're mm. seeing each other through a camera. Like, I don't know how much you can shout at someone <laughs> from, you know, a Zoom call as compared to when you're in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I'm sure that they're gonna make it work. These queens, these queens That's, are dramatic anywhere they go. They're
0: so good. They'll figure
6: yeah. it out. serve
10: the drama, Vanessa. <laughs> they're
0: gonna be but roasting say, each other through Zoom. <laughs> true,
6: But I will say that this season is so good.
5: Yeah. Like, yeah. really,
6: really good. I, I don't know how season 13 is gonna stop.
5: Even RuPaul, queens. even RuPaul herself said so. That this could be easily one of the best batches of
6: yeah, exactly
5: yeah. true. Um, yeah, but in terms of like who I want to be crowned, it could be either one of them. Like all of them have reasons to win. But yeah, I'm personally, rooting for Jada. Jada. Yeah, mm. yes.
10: same.
5: Yes. same.
0: Miss Essence Hall. I yeah. feel ko si Gigi Good will have some sort of robotic Zoom experience when she does her little <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so it's a yes, I guess, for RuPaul's yes, Yeah, eight, five, and The yes. Drag Race virtual finale. And aside from that, they also released a promo for RuPaul's Canada. Drag Race, or Drag Race, Canada. Canada's Drag wow. Canada. Race. Yes. So it's another yes. Drag Race spin-off to watch out for. That's pretty and much drag race? our uh, first segment for the episode which is our popcorns i hope may kayo sa namin <laughs> <laughs> and this takes us to a new segment or something that we will be focusing on more in the coming year which is the pop takes or our hot takes and pushing them further but before that we'd like to say thank you to alia for coming over for this episode um We'll see you again in a future episode. Good luck on your studies. Well,
10: just
9: wanna say
10: (laughs) I just wanna say thank you, Cholo, not just for inviting me to this episode, but for popcorn in general. It's been such a fun year of listening to podcasts and stories and like people just sharing their thoughts and like the latest things in pop culture and just Everything in general. So, it's been fun. Good luck. Congrats, yeah, Thank you! Thank you to my media uh,
9: lawyer in the future, Miss Aliyah. No! Aliero.
10: Yeah, celebrity lawyer.
9: If <laughs> you wanna see me, call her Aaliyah! <laughs> Bye! Thanks,
7: Yeah.
0: Okay, so that brings us to our, ito, mainit-init na usapan on the internet. Um, because I mean, in the show, we also we really want to promote media literacy as well—not just consuming media, but understanding it and trying to get people to you know widen their minds about how we should consume it in the first place. And with this, um, we'll be having more media literacy or like topics surrounding this in future episodes. So this is patikim to. The Pop Takes debut special featuring Ang Huling Anghuling El Bimbo, the musical, oh, and the topic of art criticism in mm-hmm. the Philippines. Emil, take mm-hmm. the stage. Emil,
9: Emil, <laughs> 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 Emil, go! I'm
0: still
1: so done with it. i over it. <laughs> I was telling Charlie
2: the same thing like are we really gonna bring this up I was already so mad last week I don't need to be mad again was it only
0: last week it feels like it's been so long <laughs> it feels so long ago like so I mean it feels like it's been a while but I mean just to bring everyone up to speed to those who aren't familiar I mean with all the free streaming um, shows online they, uh, Ang Huling El Bimbo was uploaded as a full musical and people finally got to see it whether it they appreciated it or not and a lot of people got really defensive about it being criticized by other people and that became a whole thing on the internet with multiple people Mm. posting from the cast or people sharing their feelings about it and we will take that to this stage to this platform so please welcome to the stage our hot takes on Anguling El Bimbo the musical and what we think about what it means in general, to this Filipino pop culture sphere. So, I guess I'll begin na lang by saying that uh, I watched it live, I'm not sure when exactly, and I really appreciated the whole production and how, you know, comparing to a lot of stage musicals I've seen, may ipaglalaban talaga na ang ganda ng stage design, ang ganda ng costumes, everything, and the songs, of course, of the Eraserheads are classics in their own right and you know deserve parang to be put in a bigger scale as well more than they already are. But a lot of my my take on it is that, you know, it still has a lot of problems talaga lying within the storyline. Yeah. And that's what really irked a lot of people. Na you know, people got really defensive about it and there were a lot of jabs sent to multiple borders and multiple people na, how should we actually consume this Nah, you know, people enjoyed it but a lot of people are saying it's problematic so how do we find the middle ground from here? And I guess Emil has Emil. a lot of feelings about this. Emil, let <laughs> oh
1: <my God. laughs> <Just> me <laughs> volunteer you to start, you know? Now, all, all I'll say, I guess like to, to summarize like an entire weekend of discourse and arguing with strangers on the internet, is that <laughs> Um <laughs> is that it's it's completely okay to acknowledge something has issues and to still enjoy it mm. um and it's and like whenever we consume any piece of media, I think it whether or not we like it or dislike it it's, it's always healthier it's always better to hear from the other side as well um and you're you're listening to like if if you hear someone give like a hot take this used to be me like I used to just get Annoyed, ka agad. Like whenever I would hear, like a strongly worded take that was counter to my own. But like, what what I've realized is that just because they're sharing that take doesn't necessarily mean they're forcing you to think how they think. Like it's really just supposed to be, you know, a, a an, another perspective on on this thing that you may or, like or may not like. Um, and it shouldn't be personal, mm. uh, So I know a lot of people who still love. El Bimbo, even if they've heard everything and they accept the reasons why it's it's harmful for for a lot of other people as well, and I think that's perfectly fine mm-hmm. as long as you don't make excuses for the the content that's there that is harmful that could be improved upon. So that that's like my my mm-hmm. chill take on it. Like if you, yes. if you, look, <laughs> if you look at, if you look at like, <laughs> my my personal, my personal messages on on Messenger, I'm just like angry. So but. Yeah.
2: Well um,
12: oh, oh, um okay, disclaimer I haven't seen it. I watched Okay. I watched half of Act One and then Paranowalan on Gana, not because I didn't appreciate it, but like it, it's very well made from the part I saw. But parang I saw that the discourse was swirling. And mm. I had I had been in enough of this stuff to know when I want to opt when I want to have an excuse to opt out. Mm-hmm. But just uh parang echo on similar point i feel like i well i mean broader discussion i feel like there's become a tendency recently like last three four years in the discourse i don't know if like well, i think everyone's i don't know if everyone here remembers in 2017 the discussion on la la land oh my yeah. gosh yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> that was my num. <laughs> that was my nam i was <laughs> I'm oh, there. I was I was young and I was very pro lal I didn't know how to go to course yet. Parang over the ever since then, parang what I've figured out is a lot of people online, parang they've become to they've begun to tether their art taste to some kind of they've moralized their art yes. taste. Yes. Parang yeah. I like so and so and that makes me like a better person than yeah. you. Mm. Not in the sense that I'm more well learned, but I am a good person because mm. I like good art and <laughs> parang, that's extremely unhelpful i find to mm-hmm. actually discussing and uh, mm-hmm. discussing about art because i find that art that's made with a moral thrust it's well this is the personal thing i'm less interested in art that's trying to be a certain kind of moral versus exploring different kinds of morality and the latter is harder to discuss in terms of i like this therefore i'm a good person so parang, i find that the tack people take when discussing things like this is unhelpful in discussion. And, like, I'm—don't begrudge them because people look for different things in art, but mm-hmm. just personally, I don't—it's not a—it's not an angle I, I'm a fan of. Just I don't find the discussion as rich. But also, uh, I've, I'm glad that people are talking about it, ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the ultimate, like, good takeaway is the fact that we have differing opinions the fact that everyone is getting really, like, the fact that there are so many hot takes is because people are finally getting access to something. Mm
9: -hmm. And, like,
12: that's something to celebrate even if we still have to work towards figuring out how all these different opinions can coexist in the same discourse. (laughs) Yeah.
9: Yeah.
12: And I guess uh, it opens up the discourse, of, like,
0: how art criticism is being taken in the Philippines. Like, a lot of people just brush it off as, like, Eh di ikaw na magaling or ikaw ba yeah. kaya mo bang gumawa nang kasing ganda ng ganyan for you to be able to speak up I mean ganon din yung sinasabi ng ano eh ng mga tao na about politics na ano kaya mo ba maging presidente para magsalita ka about it ba parang it's just something also na to be considered na you know there's room for everything there's room for improvement there's room for enjoying things there's room for criticizing things of how it could be better and not necessarily just like shrugging everyone off because you have yeah. a different opinion or different because you stand a certain celebrity. I'm sure um, a lot of people have experienced that na, you just said a constructive criticism on Twitter and all the fans just came threatening you or something.
9: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um, yeah. ayun, um, I'd okay. like to ask specifically uh, Angela and Dren because as writers and uh, as creators as well I mean, what are your <laughs> yeah. takes on this especially if it's something that you made is um, being, I mean, criticized at the very least or given feedback, whether it's good or bad. Like, how do you approach this or how, how can people like open their minds better to like, you know, it's fine to be criticized or, you know, we're all open to it. Um, I was being quiet so... for a
11: reason. Oh yeah, go ahead.
0: Sorry.
11: <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry. Um, so it's just because as I think Emil understands also, um, being in the creative writing sort of sphere, when we where we grew up in a sort of workshop um, background, where you did have to um, input some criticism for your classmates' works and everything, and a lot of us would get very comfortable, especially in nonfiction class, where people would write, you know, very personal things, and we didn't know how necessarily to criticize something so personal or so sensitive, especially if they wrote about like um very sensitive things, but you know, when you get there, you learn that you can sort of peel that apart, and you can still criticize something despite it being very sensitive. Um, and what I believe is uh, what ha- what was happening with a big part of the audience of El Bimbo was that because it was so sensitive, people thought it was immune to criticism. Like, because it was dealing with something so painful, um, people thought that it's, it's not right like you're not supposed to put it down for what it is which for me as a writer just doesn't feel like a good argument or anything because of course something like a narrative can always be improved on um, as someone who writes for a living I always feel like I can always do something better with the work and everything and so it just it just feels like a cop out also like for, for for audience and creator alike to say like oh this is this is beautiful people cried about it and like sure yeah but you can cry about other problematic things too, and it doesn't make it any good. Um, as someone, I, I, was, I was warned very much not to watch it um, because of the, the, the scene in question, and I'm, I'm happy I didn't um, because I, I do not want to spend another weekend crying and everything so i cry a lot i cry on average four times a day um but i would prefer not to cry anymore um than that so it's just it's just a lot like i was warned not to watch it and i looked up what would happen and even just reading the summary already was upsetting and how they depicted it was was really upsetting and when i brought it up with some people who did like it they were very um offended that i did not know the how it was laid out and they all said it's because you didn't watch it you don't you don't have any real opinion on this. I was really like, I disagree, but okay. Um, just because you enjoy it, just because you think it's very, it's important to show reality, which is also an argument I am so tired of, but that's something else altogether. <laughs> um, like, I, I don't want a mirror anymore. I want just this, but, um, well, you know, it was, it was just a lot. Like, it was, it was an interesting time on Twitter, on Facebook, to see everyone arguing about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot.
0: And Dren wanted to
4: say something about this also. I, I was saying that I was quiet for a reason. <laughs> uh, I, um, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people also about um, pulling El Bimbo. Um, and the more I've been able to talk about it, I think the clearer that it's become to me is that whenever you make something, that attempts to integrate something so sensitive into the story. You'll always have a discussion. Now, whether or not the discussion is um, positive or um, constructive or not, I think is, is very much up to the um, audiences that are watching it. And then I'm not saying that the Philippine audiences are somehow less... Um, uh, constructive than other audiences but with this particular um, subject matter I think it it was almost like we moved away from talking about what was really important um, Mm -hmm. as time went on which was very frustrating I think because it ended up being about other people than the people who are being talked about in the musical does that make any sense yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. like we should be talking about them that's the (laughs) point of it right and if the if the work fails to do that then personally i don't think that they should have tried to talk about it at all Mm -hmm. and that's what happened so personally i didn't enjoy the musical i watched it live also and um I was warned by a <laughs> warned <laughs> that there was, was going to be something that happens that might throw me off. And uh, I ended up uh, agreeing um, that, that, yeah, it, it kind of threw me off for, for the entire musical. So that's my, my personal opinion about it. On a broader uh, level, um, uh, I helped uh, make a movie uh, uh, a year ago uh, that was about President Kazon. I'm um, and, <laughs> <thanks, laughs> and and yes. uh uh I was very, very proud of it, obviously, when it came out and super excited about it. And there was so much backlash when, when it came out. Uh I mean, not in terms of like the the making of it, but what it was about. Because a lot of people said, like, why are you making a movie about a president that wasn't a great president? Um so I kind of understand also where the creators of the musical are coming from when when they get very defensive about their work um because it's you make you all you will always make whatever you make in some kind of bubble right like you can't possibly have it read by a million different people because then that's basically putting the work out you know what i mean it's impossible (laughs) So you're going to, you, you can try to be as inclusive as possible when you make, and I'm sure that that's what they did also with this. They tried to, you know, with the cast and with uh, the actors. I mean, I, I hope that they tried to be as inclusive as possible, but, and yet things like this still happen where people after watching the completed product will say, oh, but then you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Right. Um, so I sympathize with them on that level. I I think uh, I generally agree with everything that was said. The only thing that I'd like to add is that whenever you produce something and afterwards, you know, there's a reaction to it. And then you have to say something to the effect of, no, that's not what we meant for it to be. That's when I, I start to get really iffy about things because iffy is such a strange word to use but what i'm trying to say is that it's so strange for any artist to have to any creator artist whatever you want to call it to have to say no this is what i wanted it to be because if that's not what they got yeah. then that's it you know that's the end yeah. like yeah. you're not allowed to to, <laughs> to change their opinion about it yeah. it's that's mm-hmm. it that's the end yeah. so uh in general i i i get frustrated when 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 people try to come out with like um, a statement that tries to defend. I mean, an apology, that makes more sense. But an explanation, it, it feels forced. And it takes away even more from whatever you originally produced. Yeah. So I I wish that uh, the musical had achieved what it wanted to achieve by, by sparking um, a conversation about um, something more constructive doesn't do that then you know you, you go back to the drawing board I don't want to mm. condemn anyone that was a part of making the musical I it's nice that you know <laughs> that they tried I guess as, as sad as that sounds uh, in a way um, my, my only hope is that it, it makes more people want to be into Filipino theater that's mm. like the only thing um, yeah. and I hope that you know people who were discouraged by the way the subject matter was treated will will take, you know, we'll be more hopeful in, in knowing that there was a lot of discourse about it and a lot of people who were um, in the same field, you know, other writers, other actors, were also very critical about it. So hopefully we get something that's more um, effective next time.
1: Yeah. I, sorry, I just wanted to add also really quickly that um, I remember just seeing an actress who was part of the ensemble. Uh, defending defending yeah, the, the, the the musical's uh, sort of more sensitive content. Mm-hmm. And like her her perspective is still valid. Yeah. The, the yeah. tricky part is that because uh, like I guess tip for like the artists and creators out there also is that when you're creating something you're privy to sort of the entire process of it yeah. and to sort of like you, you sort of understand how everything fits into place at least from your own perspective. But when you like let that out into the world the audience isn't privy to that process. So yes. they will miss out quote unquote your intent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um
5: mm.
1: and you can't just defend it by saying, Oh, when but when I was making it this is what yeah. I wanted and this is this is why this is here, this is here. You can't just explain that away. Uh, so yeah, exactly. it requires a lot of sort of back and forth telega between the audience and the and the creators. So if only
4: if only you could do that.
1: <laughs> if I could yeah.
2: Siguro from Uh, my experience, I was part of a really big agency before, uh, an agency that created, I'm in advertising, that created ads that had a lot of backlash and eventually had to be pulled out. Um, And I think something important that I learned from that is even though your intent wasn't to make people feel or think a certain way, the brand and the agency will always have to be accountable for what they put out. So regardless of what you wanted, to say, you have to be able to be open to listen to what everyone is saying around you and see them as valid points and acknowledge them as valid points rather than just be on the defensive all the time, which is what I saw a lot with El Bimbo. With the brands that I handled, they always ended up acknowledging the mistakes that were made. And I think that's just very important. Na hindi mo lang siya bin na brush under the carpet or just give out a blanket apology out there. You really have to pinpoint what hurt people to be able to give a proper, genuine apology, I think, and understanding the criticism of everyone around you. So I understand then, like, not everyone's privy and what you do is completely separate from the work that you put out, unfortunately. So, and there's nothing wrong then with like, liking something that's problematic, so long as you're able to acknowledge what's problematic about all of these things.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I guess to add to it lang, I guess it's really a call for everyone to recognize that, you know, uh, as Emil and Dren were saying, Yun nga, even if you didn't intend to do this, art really has its own legs and its own life way after it's been, I mean, approved by whoever and released out into the wild. You can really put so much meaning into it. Nga, I was talking about Avengers Endgame na okay. Last year iba yung take natin on it. This year oh, you can see a pandemic level into Thanos' actions. And they didn't and they didn't know a pandemic was going to happen. And nga, as going back to our Star Wars discussion as well, one of the big oh, wow. issues with the um, Rise of Skywalker was like, oh, they just added everything into a book to explain things. So, parang, you know, <laughs> it's also part of that ah. as well. <laughs> so, parang, I guess it's really a lot of things to take into consideration. And, you know, we hope we are able to furthermore explain or sh- show our opinions on these things in this podcast as well. So, that's really, an, I mean, this whole El Bimbo discussion is an example of what we want to achieve in popcorn and pop takes and how we'd like people to try to dig deeper into these uh you'd think it's just one issue and one piece of media but it's really an umbrella that is to be explored and uh taken apart. So that is it for our pop takes. Ang dami dominating hot takes on that. And <laughs> we end there again. we will be taking even more Hot takes in the next year ahead, so it's gonna be a fun ride, even more <laughs> with more hot takes <laughs> on things. And with another segment, I'd like to announce we're not gonna tackle it tonight, but I will be. Um, we will be creating a movie and pop culture club through popcorn. So it's some sort of, um, it's some sort of like weekly or maybe just monthly thing where we will all watch the same movie and try to um give our takes about it it's not really a seasonal thing Now, okay it's a vendor season or it's star wars season but something we will curate and hopefully listeners will engage on as well we'll see how it goes okay. once it happens well, and with that we will Reach our last part of the show, which is a pop stop. One of my favorite parts as well, where we give our recommendations for the week. Oh God, um, wait. what we've been wait. watching. <laughs> oh, oh <God>. I'm already. <laughs> Ready na ba kayo?
4: i <laughs> huling
9: <laughs> Surprise! After
4: everything, surprise <laughs> after everything.
9: I will begin
0: and. Uh, I guess my recommendation, which I haven't been able to say in the last few episodes, is NCT Dreams Reload album. Um, it's a really good album, and you should go listen to it. Um, Yo, know, I've, I've been really been listening to this and a lot of NCT stuff. So stream NCT and stream the upcoming comeback, Punch, Neo Zone, the Final Round coming out real soon. Let's get that NCT and not NTC <laughs> agenda out there.
4: <laughs> oh my god! And Spent I also, like two hours waiting to <laughs> drop that line. I also uh, just
0: watched the Netflix interactive special Kimmy, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, Kimmy Kim vs. the Reverend. Yeah. It is. I'm Daniel Radcliffe in it? Yes. Legend. Yeah, it is absolutely. If you have a
2: VPN, wait, wait.
1: It's not. It's not even out in Netflix If you have a Netflix. VPN, Ooh, exposed. <laughs> exposed. Exposed. Cancel him.
4: Cancel him.
0: <laughs> So if you have your ways, go find it or wait for it on <laughs> Netflix Philippines. It's on the app already, but they haven't like put it out for viewing yet. But it's a really fun epilogue to the whole Kimmy Schmidt era. I mean, it. Kinda comes too late in my opinion, but never better late than never, I guess. And it's really just a fun experience to ha- to be had, especially in like times like this. now. you know we're all down and we have we're looking for like crazy antics to be, I mean, and th- to have the choice to make them do those crazy things. And you know, and Daniel the characters. Radcliffe
9: of, is there.
0: Yeah, and Daniel Radcliffe is there, so that's another bonus. So those are my two recommendations. If if and when Kimmy comes out.
12: Here <laughs> next, uh. uh, I can go. Um,
9: Yay.
12: I'm honestly like super behind on most like pop culture stuff. I've mostly been watching like old movies and stuff mm-hmm. through the quarantine. So, but like, I guess uh, in terms of like movies, I think there are there are ways to get never, rarely, sometimes, always. Oh yes. Uh yeah, there are ways, and if it's probably the most talked about well, most acclaimed movie that's come out this year so far. So, I mean, if you have two hours of free time, and from what I hear, it's kind of a bummer. So, if you, if you, have, if you have two hours of free time, you might want to watch it. Uh, mostly, I've been listening to new albums. So, uh, just three albums from my usual sad white girl genre. <laughs> <laughs> the new Fiona Apple has been basically... <laughs> like a claim to high heaven but like a justified 10 on pitchfork see fetch the bolt cutters is one of is a great way to start 2020 with a really fantastic album it sounds i don't think it's it's not hyperbole to say it sounds extremely singular i can't imagine any other artist to put out an album like that in 2020 so it's probably the 1st Kent miss album of the year uh, I've also really liked Waxahachie's St. Cloud and, and Laura Marling's uh, yeah. Song for Our Daughter, I think the title was. But those two albums are fantastic and are very excellent lyrically. And if you like like country e guitar, singer-songwriter stuff, that's basically the template for those albums. So, uh, yeah, that's me.
0: Next person...
6: Uh, minalang. Um, I finished. I've been on Netflix a lot <laughs> because of quarantine, and I was able to watch season one of Never Have I Ever, the mm-hmm. new Mindy, Mindy Kaling, Kaling show that was produced. It's actually a lot of fun. Like normally, now that we're a lot older, I avoid the high school stuff, like high school experience mm-hmm. things, because I'm like, okay, it's it's getting really old. But it, I don't know. For some reason, this the way that she did it was very interesting to me, and it's always. Of course, nice to see a representation of an Asian family and how their dynamic works and you know, seeing her and she and because like the premise is that she's struggling with her father's death. So you really get to see how she deals with it in the context of still going to high school and still trying to live a normal life and being an Asian in a in the in the States and stuff. So I think it's very entertaining, it's very good. So if you guys have time, it's only like thirty minutes per episode um you can watch it on netflix never have i ever so
11: yeah i
3: guess i can go next (laughs) um um, i actually haven't been watching or listening to much things but i guess i'm gonna just repeat what Chola said listen to reload (laughs) by nct dream but other than that the show that i've been watching now is the last dance Which Uh, is the Michael Michael Jordan? Jordan, Yeah, it's the Michael Jordan documentary. It's
4: the Michael Jordan,
3: yeah. So it's like it's 10 episodes long. The last two episodes are gonna be aired
1: next
3: week. Our three year old is very captivated, yeah. So I guess for the people who don't know what the documentary is about exactly, I guess I really like a quote that. One of the reporters, like, there was like a soundbite where a reporter just said, this just in, Michael Jordan is human. So I guess it's kind of like how the documentary goes. It's like, it recounts Jordan's career, um, like, especially in 1997, because that was the highlight of the documentary. Like, it was considered his last dance with the Bulls. Like, cause everyone was thinking, like, is he leaving or not or whatever. And I guess the documentary also like deconstructs his legend status, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. So that's very interesting um, because as a person who like didn't really grow up, I was too young to like witness his career. It was, yeah. It's interesting to like see that part of his life. And yeah, I really liked it. And also how they present the story is very interesting kasi the timeline jumps from mm-hmm. like all throughout the 90s. Parang, the base talaga is 97, which was like the present day in the documentary. And then it jumps back and forth. So, it's a very interesting documentary. I recommend it. I've had friends that
4: aren't basketball fans say that they became basketball fans because of the last death. Well, I'm a basketball
3: fan but I think that yeah, I agree that non-fans will also like find yeah. something. Okay,
0: tingnan natin kung gagana siya sa akin. <laughs> go Let's go, cholo. <laughs> Let's Go Cholo.
2: all is life.
0: All is life. I guess I'll Freud bounce off number
2: fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! I guess I can bounce off from that because, bounce as a fun off. fact. Ako ng nanay ko kay Michael Jordan
9: wow.
2: <laughs> when she was pregnant with me. All she wanted to watch were Bulls games. But I did not um, gain the height of Michael Jordan nor the basketball skills. <laughs> but in any case, um, what I would like to recommend, um, I have a few things actually. The first one would be under music. So I started listening to Rina Sawayama. Oh my God. Like the boys. Yes. Yes. So good. Yes. Okay. So my friend, um, Sel, recommended her to me and I've been really enjoying her music. She's been my work background music for the whole week and I think everyone should listen to her new album. She is so and actually versatile. just listen to her.
1: Like, wow. Just listen to her. Honestly. She's gonna bring rock back.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes! Uh, and my personal favorite is Bad Friend. I think it's just a really fun, like, fun listen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in music, <clears throat> I guess I would recommend that. Um, I recommend reading a lot of Leslie Jamison. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right, her articles. Um, as someone who aspires to write well, you know, my career being a writer, um, she is able to put down emotions and thoughts that I've never been able to properly articulate. Um, if you're Fine, if you need something good to read that'll evoke a lot of emotion and won't take up too much of your time, like it's not a whole book, but like a couple of articles every day or at least once a week just to keep the reading habit going, I'd recommend reading her articles. She really evokes a lot of real emotions from her readers, so that's another one. And lastly, it's not like a tangible thing for you to um, watch or. But I'd like to recommend an activity to do because it's something that me and my friends have been doing during the quarantine, which is having DTLs or down-to-learn sessions. Um, Essentially, you make a deck, a PowerPoint, of something that you're very interested in. It doesn't matter what topic whatsoever, as mundane as my friend did uh, how-to-adult. Um, PowerPoint presentation where he just told us how much he paid for rent and electricity every month. And it was very interesting to people who were still dependent on their parents. Um, Or something as niche as uh, I did a presentation on fan fiction and another presentation on Treasure Planet. The
0: Treasure Planet one was really good. I read it.
2: Oh, thanks, Cholo. <laughs> but it's a fun activity and it gets you to know more about your friends' interests. And who knows, like, you might pick up something new to latch on as well during the quarantine. So there we go. Uh,
1: I'll go next because, like, mine are old. Um, like, if, <laughs> if, if Dren fell into the K-pop uh, black hole during quarantine, I've just been listening to, like, lots of old Broadway music. Yes! Clubs. So... So like, so, like, my favorite ones, <laughs> from, mostly, like, ones from the 90s. And so, like, really quickly, like, my three favorite 90s musicals that I discovered are, number one, there's a, there's a Titanic musical that came out the same year as the movie, but has nothing to do with the movie. Wow. Um,
0: I never knew and it's,
1: that. And it's amazing. And it's just, it, it's really just about, like, people coming to terms with their own mortality. So, but it's really, like, the music is really nice and whatnot. Um. And then the second one is specifically the 1998 revival, mm-hmm. I believe of Cabaret, mm-hmm. uh, which is about like the rise of, of the Nazis in, in Germany. Um, and it has maybe like the scariest, which, which is a weird adjective, but it's the scariest ending to a, to a Broadway show that I've ever heard. Um, and then, but by far like my favorite sort of Broadway musical that I've discovered from the nineties is something called Ragtime which mm. talks about uh, race relations in the U.S. at the yes. turn of the 20th century. Mm. And it's so, it's so radical and it's so uh, like, Prane's ideas are so, I guess in the 90s, they would have been deemed controversial, but it feels like it could have been written like last month. Like mm. it's still so wow. current. It still means so much now. So all of that. Yeah. and. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Yes, and Sawayama, like listen to her, please. God, <laughs> for a moment there, I thought it's you so were gonna romantic. say
0: it's so radical.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. She is. God,
8: <laughs>
1: um, friends,
8: okay, my turn. So, if there's anything I'd love to recommend to everyone, it's a try watching, <laughs> try watching. Thai boys love series. Like Cholo knows this, we talk about it like almost every day. We talk about it, and I think I I was also telling Cholo what I really appreciate about this becoming like a big thing around the world right now is that um, it gives the LGBT, at least you know, the gays, like um, what do you call this, like representation. Like, I personally could relate more or less with some of the characters. I find myself like crying. I shared with Cholo like a long reflection of how I see myself in some characters. And you know, there's just so much appreciation to it. It also does, um, just like El Bimbo, um Boys Thai Boys Love series also has, you know, their own imperfect plots and some problematic plots depending on and what you watch. Also and tropes, definitely. And all of them are not perfect in a way, but then you see people, especially the fandom, some of them are also fighting, some of them are actually having deep conversations. I personally have um, had deep, very deep conversations with a lot of my friends just because of these. And um, we really, it really opened up a lot of conversation on how, like for example, some people, went through a lot of different things uh, maybe in their childhood that make that really make them who they are and maybe who they are today. And maybe they didn't know that before, but because of you know, because of these series, it can help everyone understand more about the LGBT community. And, you know, it's also a good experience. It's a one of
0: a kind experience to watch them. In fairness. (laughs) And it is it is a rare television event at this time that we don't really have a communal TV experience anymore and you know to Mm -hmm. see last night there were like 2.7 million tweets about Together finale so you can imagine the scale and how everyone feels strongly about it although you know everyone has a lot of reservations about (laughs) the whole genre to be specific but also for each show but any specific one you'd like to recommend Together now?
8: Um Together is a very good one to start with. Because it's, you know, it's, you know, clean. Clean Patuitum. vanilla. It's vanilla. Very patuitums. Patuitums. It's a good way to introduce people to the world of Thai BL. That's, honestly, that's how I started really getting into it. But if anything, God, um, God, your levels would be Together With Me, the series. Cholo, you have to watch it also. Okay.
0: Got it. Yeah. Next person.
8: That's
1: all for me.
5: Uh, Ag. Okay, okay. So first, I want to recommend something from the mobile gaming because I've cause I have so much time on my hands right now, so I get to play some games now. What I would recommend is for the gaming is Florence. I'm not sure if it's a popular game right now, but it was it came out in 2019. Um. So basically, talks about the highs and lows of a young woman's first love. So she basically. Has encounters a cutie with this shallow um, player, and they fall in love. And it just it takes you to the story of their heartbreak through a series, or through their love and heartbreak through a series of puzzles. And and what I liked about it the the most is the the soundtrack also takes you um in a very emotional experience with the story. It's as if you in the relationship, which like I remember playing it for the first time. I was crying <laughs> but I was kind of tearing up no like in one of the parts of the game so I'll show you a screenshot of how it looks so you have to piece a puzzle so it's very kita but like it's very illustrative it's very illustrative mm-hmm. so you just have to piece puzzles together as a way for para to kind of convey them having some sort of conversation Tapos, the conversation eventually he mag the puzzle pieces won't have the, um, the pieces fit within the puzzle shape because they're away na so they're to conflict so oh there net- are Yeah, kind of so there are some so I'd highly recommend it. and it's called Florence second um, one for music um, this came out two weeks ago I would strongly recommend her her name is Alina Barad she's an R&B singer she came out with an album called It Was Divine not sure if I know. yes Yes, I love this album so much. Um, it's the only thing that's been playing um, since it came out two weeks ago. So it basically tells the story again of her highs and lows of her relationship. So if you listen to it from track one downwards, it, it, takes, it, it takes you through the journey of her finding her love to getting heartbroken to finding herself in that heartbreak. So it's really, really nice. And lastly... Another for music. Uh, this came out in Feb, but it's uh, I still listen to it. Her name is Ali X. She's a Canadian experimental pop artist. She, she came out with an album called Cape God. I'm not sure if the album because it's very small. Um, so, she, so she likes to explore different electronic sounds, um, similar to kind of how Vina does it. Vina Sawayama does it, but with a, a more pop-ish sound. Like a typical, um, almost like a typical song that you hear on the radio right now. But she takes it a bit further by experimenting with more genres and sounds. And, yen, that's it for me. Also, Rina, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna let that go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Angela.
11: Hi. Um, so, for me, also, I haven't been watching a lot of new stuff yet. Um, but interestingly, I've been rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender um, for work, actually. Wow! Uh, I am right. I wish I had that but job. My boss, okay, yeah, it's, it's fun because it's like my boss okayed this article where I write about how Avatar The Last Airbender was one of the most important characters in time. And I see it differently now as an adult. So it's just it's interesting, and it's it's like a lot of things I can see in the show um, are very are different now contextually, not just because of the pandemic, but because of age. age. Um, I am an yes. adult now. Yes. <laughs> exactly. mm. yeah. So so it's just interesting. It's like it's great. Like I'm 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 re I'm re witnessing a lot of things I've already seen, um, but seeing them in a different light. So it's fun. That and I've been watching 90 Day Fiance not for enjoyment. <laughs> 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 not, again, not for enjoyment, but mostly for another article. Um, where this one's a little more serious, like more more feminist, um, mm. Southeast female, everything. But it's more of like uh, the article's gonna be like, so just watch out for the article. Um, but it's gonna be more like um, how sort of 90 Day Fiance. Uh, underscores or perpetuates the idea of the, um, what's this? The, the 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 Asian woman, like how she has to follow the white man and everything, mm-hmm. um, and how like um, we are we are subjected to be Asian women are subjected to criticism and ridicule for trying to get into the U.S. When it was the U.S. or those the white men who put those policies into place anyway that we can't get anywhere. So, yeah, so it's more of that um, for fun now. I watch, um, I've been re-watching Euphoria. Uh, I agree for with fun. the whole, it's weird. Yeah, for fun. For now. fun. <laughs> 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 okay. I am a philosophy major as well as ah, a creative fair. major, so I suffer for enjoyment. Um, so, <laughs> So you probably it. it's a lot of fun when, you know, you look at the makeup. That's the part that it gets me. Mm. And then everything else makes me cry. So that's you know, that's that's the enjoyment I'm getting. Um and then I am reading um it's interesting enough because Percy Jackson is getting a series, but if you also like um Greek mythology modernized in a way. There's a webtoon called *Lore Olympus*. Oh my god! I really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's it's so fun. It's really cute. Um, it's so okay. really, like, yeah, yeah, They're so cute. I love them. Um, I, I love Hades so much. Um, he's so sweet. if hey, you if you enjoy <laughs> Greek mythology and you you want to give that a try, go for it. It's really it's great. Um, there are there are some um, there's some sensitive content there, so just tread carefully but like it's it, it does it in a very tasteful way um mm. I, i'm not i'm not making a job here but it does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there <laughs> are warnings there are,
11: warnings. <laughs> there are trigger warnings it, it's good it, like it, it makes use of the page in such an interesting way mm-hmm. um and if you also want like interesting sort of comics uh subnormality has a comic called i can hear you uh mm-hmm. and it talks about uh, then you reread it um, talks about it's also it's interestingly enough it's also about like this weird um, apocalyptic thing that's going on uh, so might be timely it's really fun I don't want to spoil it but it's it's well written um, there's a lot of text on the page so I would recommend you read it on a computer or a big monitor yeah. and um, I also like sports uh, I, I play softball so I've been watching a lot of baseball movies Forty QB, my oh um, really like Chadwick Chadwick I think, what a handsome man! Um,
1: yes. Watch it for the plot.
2: <laughs>
11: <Yeah, I> the <thought laughs> <being> tragic space. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great. It's great. So that's that's mostly what I've been doing.
7: Thank you, Perns Am I the last one? <laughs> yeah, it's me.
2: <laughs>
7: okay, Yay! Thank you, Angela, for a perfect segue because cause, yeah no it was really funny because back, backstory what got me into pop culture was I read a lot when I was a kid like I really loved to read and so that I could break my quarantine uh, habit na I'm just it's uh, sleep work sleep work I decided to reread all the stuff that I read when I was a kid so in the past month I've re re-read Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings wow and I realized na the last time I've been I actually read was when I was in high school pa and I was when I, and I think back, I was, wow, was was so many years ago. And now re-reading all these all these uh books it's like wow I never realized they're actually really 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 good. They're actually <laughs> they're better than I thought. They're really much better than I thought. And so right now I just finished Funnily enough, I just finished Percy Jackson Yay. and the Heroes of Olympus, and I'm in yes. the middle of Trials Trials of Apollo. Oh which is God. funny because I actually, when I read, when I was while I was reading Heroes of Olympus, I just realized that I never finished it. So when I was reading House of Hades, I never realized that I didn't finish it, Mm-mm. which meant I never read, I never finished it at all. So now, so I'm reading. I'm in completely unfamiliar territory, and have my thoughts about it so what i would like to recommend is if you can find something you haven't read in so long you'll suddenly realize uh, you might some find some new insights about them yeah. like for example like uh, when if you talk if you're gonna ask me about harry potter my favorite movie is the third yes for Askaban. but yes. now that i've re- now that i've reread the entire series i'd say phoenix is actually the best book for hmm. me I would like a
2: discussion yeah. with brands <laughs> <laughs> after this.
7: <laughs> this is coming from me, na I read it. This coming from me, na I read it in perfect succession. Uh-huh. and there's something in the way na kinompak nila uh, in a storytelling manner. And then, and also I brought this up na before on, on Twitter na reading Percy Jackson again. Rick Riordan is not just a great storyteller. Sobrang ang galang niya mag represent and how it actually he not only does he uh, mix mythology he even mixes some Greek like it's so hard to explain but I swear if you try to relive your childhood literally really relive your childhood it's like the best thing I can recommend and so yeah, that's why I get I barely sleep now because I'm always <laughs> reading again this is how I yeah, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> we have to get on that reading agenda also, maybe yes. something book related. A book club soon Yeah. Yes. That's, a, that's a nice idea, also, getting into the Pop Culture Club. And let's get back to our K pop agenda and
4: introduce our last
9: <laughs> <laughs> recommendation,
0: <laughs> the friend.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, now you made me go last. I am not connected to any of this. I'm gonna recommend everything that's all like Korea related.
3: Yes, let's go. We are here for that. Okay. Go ahead. So I'm going yes. to
4: recommend uh, a few things. I'm gonna quickly go through them. Um, so number one, I never thought that my love for basketball would collide with my love for K-pop, but there is a series recently released um, called Handsome Tigers, which is such a bizarre name for a series, but. It's a series where they took Korean celebrities and put them on a basketball team and they were coached by the, quote-unquote, Michael Jordan of Korea. Wow. To go wow. from, like, oh, a terrible God. team to a good team. And they were <laughs> god-awful when they began.
6: I'm so interested in this. <laughs> so oh, fascinating.
3: God, I'm going to research this.
4: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So- Who's
6: this might be the first K-drama that you actually finished. I know. <laughs>
4: it's a reality show. It's oh, a reality sorry. show. It though.
6: might be the first reality show. So I continue. It was
4: i in my head I was like i'm not i, I was like i 'm not sure if i 'm going to get to this because their soundtrack is like Fallout boy and Patrick at the Disco, which makes no <laughs> sense whenever they make whenever they make free throws, they play the song just because but then, then I realized it's because they were so bad that every bucket was like <laughs> meaningful <laughs> and it was it, it, I legitimately was like teary eyed by the end, which was so confusing for me because I never get emotional over uh any kind of series and I've never seen a K-drama but this series was fantastic and uh, uh, Springboard spring I, I can't I, I, my mouth just stopped working because I got emotional thinking about the show again but <laughs> um, one of the celebrities that they get probably the most famous celebrity is Yoon Woo from Astro if you guys wow. know him. yeah and he is fantastic <laughs> by the way he's great uh, and that led me to discovering Astro, which is the song, one of the songs I'm going to recommend, which is "Knock" by Astro, which was released a week ago. It's a great, great song. They're a super underrated boy group. Um, Yoon Woo is ridiculously handsome and it makes me angry seeing his face. He is. Um,
1: <laughs> Looking <in laughs> up him up now.
4: Dude, he's, it's like scary how, how handsome he is. And then he's supposed to not be handsome in the show because he's playing basketball and he has like a hairband, but he's still handsome. Anyway. Um, so I also want to recommend uh, Oh My God by g Idol. another yes. okay, <laughs> uh, by g Idol. it's a great song they have a completely different sound from other girl groups I don't think they deserve they, they get enough recognition um, and I think they're also trying to be a more international group so hopefully they come here and then we can watch them um, and the last song I'm gonna recommend is by a solo artist Ayu who if you're a fan I of you. K-pop mm-hmm. you should be, you know, Love her. She released a song called Eight, and it's a wonderful song. She dedica- I, in, in my opinion, I think it's about uh, her two friends, uh, Jonghyun and Sully, both uh, are also idols who passed away recently. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great song about uh, memories and and trying to get people who have passed on to stay with us. So I I really really love that song. Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, quickly go through. Twice is coming back with more and more. <laughs> July yeah. one. Black Pink. Yeah. B- Black Pink is also coming back in July, In in June, sorry. Um, and Red Velvet. Wendy's finally seems to have recovered. So the big three are back. Also, so that's a lot Yay, of Wendy. stuff happening in I'll the K-pop back. world. And a lot of the. Uh, companies and uh, groups are also switching to an online platforms so they're having their own online reality series. So there's a lot of stuff to love in the K-pop world. If you want to be a K-pop fan, now is a really good time it's to a be great a fan time. of K-pop. I agree. Uh, lastly, I'm going to recommend something. I'm not sure if this has been ever... Something like this has ever been recommended before, but I'm going to recommend an anime. Uh, there's an anime called Tower of God, which is sure. a manhwa. It's a webtoon uh, made in Korea, basically. It's a manga that was made in Korea, basically. Um, it, was, it started being released about five years ago, and they finally decided to make an anime for it now. And it's the first ever webtoon that's being adapted into an anime, wow. which is historic because before only mangas were adapted. So this opens up an entirely new subgenre of comic books, I guess, that that could be adapted. And it's a great, great story. If you were a fan of Naruto or Bleach or any of those mangas before, you'll love Tower of God. So,
0: there thank you and belated happy IU day in pala sa mga Spanish oh. <laughs> uh, so that is a lot of recommendations from 11 people in this <laughs> edition of podcast. you will There's not the run longest, out of uh, no. <laughs> and now bear with me because I will pretend I received an award by achieving a podcast <laughs> for one year so it's now time to about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> ayan na, ayan. It's, it's now ayan. time to ayan. 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 I have a <laughs> long acknowledgement list of who I'd like to think <laughs> from the year that has passed and uh, okay let me begin now so siempre, thank you to everyone who's been listening since day one and who's been here since day one uh, and of Ooh. course ever since uh, I mean Uh but I'd like to thank all these people. I will mention now. Bian or thank you so much. Without you, this wouldn't happen. I mean, the idea of this as well. Radio Katipunan 87.9 Family, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so happy that you know you gave me this opportunity as well that we get to do a radio show and the podcast at the same time. So thank you, Father Nono, Miss Jen, Justin, and Joshua from Radio Katipunan. I'd like to thank Kevin Trinidad for making all our graphics. They're amazing. And yeah, I mean, you see it all the time, and it's great. Um, I'd I'd also like to thank all our extra special guests who've been on the show. Thank you to Yael Yuzon, Raymond Bagatpik, Miss Guy of ALV Entertainment, um, Mimi, the cast and crew of Annie, The Harvest. That's Tony Zuniga, Jermaine Chauapec, Miguel Valdez, Grace Note and Sir Darwin Hernandez of Superstar Entertainment, Direct Arden Rod Condes, um, Gabby Singson of The Good Kids and Tita Anna Singson, DJ Alice of Wish 1075, Christian Bautista, mm-hmm. Janina Vela, and Woo-hoo! Tita Jen Ponzalan, Ace Libre, and of course our beloved Pod Squad, who's been here and all the episodes. <laughs> Ito I na, know. sobrang taman ito. Andito yung mga ibang tao. Umiyak
1: kabay na nga
0: ba? Thank you so much! Paula Molina, Jeremy Ayo, <laughs> Emil Joffy Angela Angelo Nikki Niki Bonuel, <laughs> Jeremiah Kapasilio, Cap- A.G. De Guzman, Luisa <laughs> Hoxon, Ian Comandante, Enrico Reyes, Aliyah Rojo, Budi Lastimosa, Kitkat Lastimosa, <laughs> Mika Naadat, Erika Ignacio, Bayer Acoma, Risa Martinez, Danny Cheng, Janine Rojo, Richard Webb, Nathania Chua, Ooh. Dana Olvina, Ian Invention, Regine Cabato, Marco Due, Charlene Le, Rachel Santos, Carla Llamas, Nicole Uson, Gia Santos, Rambo Talabong, Janine Sevalia, Gika Polisco, Dren Pavia, Pansok, Christian Tabile, Pina Dunque, Alisa Esclamado, Gabby Gloria, Kams Ignacio, Meg Guerrero, Miss Meng Deguia, Miss Agnes Surup, Keith Rodriguez, Ia Antiporda, Aina Anteporda, Jessica Brown, and John Aracho. Oh. Thank you so much to all the co-hosts. Burns. Of Christopher this show. <laughs> <She> <laughs> Burns, the Burns, <laughs> <She> burns. <laughs> who is here for the first time. Break. <laughs> <laughs> kasama rin siya Made it. Made the cut. Made the cut. <laughs> he made the cut. And uh, of course, I'd also like to thank some of the podcast friends I've met along the way, JC Tevez of the Halo Halo Show, Glenn and Gideon of Creepsilog, Bullet and Marga of Mad in Manila. Thanks to all my friends, colleagues, and of course my family for supporting and uh, you know making this happen and continuing to uh, what do you call this? to I don't know what to say. Support. To support yeah. and like make me me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes too much, but they still support me nonetheless, and of course, I again thank you to everyone who's been listening and supporting since we started this a year ago. It's it really means a lot that we're still here and we're still continuing to do so. So I'm just really happy uh, that we've reached one year and hopefully more years to come and more successes to come for Popcorn. So thank you everyone for the support talaga. it really means a lot and I hope I see you guys again in the next episode even <laughs> if next okay. one, Popcorn um, we will have specials on the following topics such as RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12 Extravaganza Together and Thai Boys Love Series 90 Day Fiance Super Exciting um, and the Movie Pop Club that we're trying to build soon enough. So watch out for all these things and possibly all other things that will come up in the next coming months.
9: So thank you so much for
0: listening. You can listen to all our (laughs) episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can stream your podcasts. Of course, we're also still live on Radio Katakunan every Thursday. That's Radio Katakunan 87.9 FM on Facebook and on the radio as well. And follow us on social media. That's at Popcorn with Cholo on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And go play our Instagram filter. It's a really fun game. And let us know on the (laughs) messages, comments, what else you'd like to see on Popcorn. Thank you so much, everyone. It's been a great year. And... uh, there's going to be more to come for popcorn. So, thank you, everyone.
10: Yay! Yay! So, bye,
0: everyone. Woo. See you in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> bye. 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 Hey, thank you.